Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 7, The All-Nighter. This episode was written by Greg Berlanti. Yeah. Directed by David Semmel. Um, but I was very surprised to see Greg Berlanti. I kind of knew in the back of my head that he his early days of his career started off like this, but I was I my eyes widened. I was like, oh shoot. Yeah. It's a powerhouse of television, Greg Berlanti himself. Once we get to it, there is a pretty significant storyline that I'm just Really hoping that you uh, that isn't spoiled for you by just like existing in the world. Once we get to that, there's a fantastic book about TV writing that I almost think I can't even tell. I actually can't even tell you what the title is, but uh, a lot about the book is about Greg Berlanti and um, what he did at Dawson's Creek. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I try very hard to stay away from spoilers. You don't even know. You just walk around all the time in 2021, just like eyes closed, earmuffs on. Yeah. Anytime someone even says like, duh, I'm like, no, 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 don't tell me. (laughs) That's why you haven't eaten dessert since we started this podcast. I've lost so much weight. You look great. Thank you. It's also the stress (laughs) of the the podcast. Yep. This is a very stressful podcast for me personally. (laughs) So this was written by Greg Berlanti and it was a great episode. I liked it a lot. So this episode first aired November 18th, 1998. The Netflix episode summary says an all night study session creates friction and produces some surprises for Dawson and his friends. This episode reminded me of the detention episode a little bit, but it was better. Yeah. Yeah, the detention. I feel a poor Mike White. We'll bring him on. Also, he'll he'll uh, he'll have some words to say with us. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but the detention episode. It wasn't like that was a bad episode. It was just that the characters were just so completely different. Mm-hmm. This one. Agreed. These are the characters. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Now that you say that it was similar to um, the detention episode in that it was a very expensive bottle episode. <laughs> yeah. Same kind of vibes. Yeah. Um, I loved the cold open. I was, I'm not used to seeing a cold open without Joey because we get just Gail and Dawson having a little quality, freshly broken up with bonding time. And it was really sweet, I thought. Yeah, we don't really get or have not gotten Gail and Dawson together Mm -hmm. and especially bonding. Yeah, and she gets it, man. She just knows pain, man. She's, uh, she's in it. She gets it. They're both in it. it. Dawson is uh, talking about his storytelling or Shakespeare's storytelling ability. Not his. He's not Shakespeare. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. Um, Shakespeare's storytelling ability. Uh, he's rented Terms of Endearment, a movie about a woman looking for love and her daughter's family problems. And uh, Brian's song, a movie about the friendship between two teammates when one is dying. <laughs> so he's handling <laughs> the breakup well, I think. Yeah. Very light night. Yeah, the Screek household. (laughs) Yeah. In their bonding, Gail's telling Dawson, like, he needs to wallow. That would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sure. I mean, women know this. This is why we rely on pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and chocolate-covered strawberries and our beds. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little robot, but all that sounds... Oh, yeah. Like something Kim is a robot. I am an expert wallower. I wallow just because I haven't done it in a while. I'm like, it's been a while since I've wallowed. So then I get really sad and I'm just like, nobody speak to me. And I eat a whole bunch of ice cream and I just cry. That sounds confusing and great. Just like life. (laughs) 
Gail also uh, says that life doesn't get any easier when you're older. You just get to go to bed earlier. And it just ain't that the truth, honestly. Yeah. I thought growing up would be like you would stay up as late as you wanted. But no, sometimes I'm like, ooh, you know, I'm going to treat myself and go to bed early. Yes. It's a treat to be like, I'm going to bed before 10 o'clock, y'all. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, am I better than everyone? And it's true. And the answer is yes. Yeah, absolutely. Act one, it's midterm time. I This episode reminded me that like I was not a great student. And one year I thought I have a brilliant studying technique for like midterms or finals or whatever and the idea was like i have not i'm just not going to study at all because if i haven't taken in this information yet in like the 12 weeks or however long i'm not going to get it over one weekend it's not going to stick i'm just going to chill so i did not study at all for any of my midterms or finals or whatever like this one specific time i kind of agree with you there i was a terrible studier and i can't wrap my head around the people who are good at studying i don't get it i i also never really studied I, well, I can tell you my thing didn't work. So I'm tempted to say that we were just bad studiers. Yeah, I definitely was. But listen, you have a master's degree. So suck it, world. There were no tests. Okay. Well, you know, nobody else knew that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm, I, we had tests a lot. I studied for them vigilantly. Mm-hmm. So we're, uh, so we're in English class with the world's worst teacher and the rest of our cast. This dude literally says, These packets are blank, and for most of you, they will be worth more blank than when you turn it in. This guy is sassy. Yeah. Sassy little bitch. (laughs) He's not a good teacher. No, he's not a good teacher. He's like sniffling and shit. He's gross. He's a gross (laughs) teacher. Dawson and Joy sit next to each other, but uh, obviously it's like awkward. And then some guy like tosses a note to Jen and by some guy, I mean, Chris Wolf, played by Dreamboat Jason Bear. Have we met Chris before? He's a brand new character, right? He's brand new. Yeah, yeah, Okay. We really come out the gate with this character very strong. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where I was like, did we meet this guy before and I missed it? He's the don't forget to smile note. No. Ugh. Yeah. Big no thank you for me. I would have just thrown it right back at him. Bonked him on his head. Bonked him on his head and threw him the finger. Yeah. Uh, Jason... Bear played a series regular on Roswell after this, the original, as well as a few episodes in the reboot. He was also in The Grudge and most recently on Supergirl. So he stuck with Greg Berlanti, clearly. Yeah, good for him. He's just a classic looking babe. He is. He's very good looking, but a huge douche big. Yeah. He's just a little much. You're doing too much, Chris. And it's so fascinating that we've never seen him before mm-hmm. for who mm-hmm. he is and what his whole yeah. deal is. So. Agreed. This prince of an English teacher tells says that he'll be hosting a study session that he thinks everyone should come to unless you're Chris Wolf and your parents have donated a wing or two to an Ivy League school, in which case his tragic East Coast aristocratic social alcoholic fate is sealed. That is verbatim what that guy said. Standards for teachers were a little lower in the 90s. Yeah, you could be shitty. They weren't as vetted. Yeah, you could sleep with them. <laughs> you could just get away with anything. Go wild, my man. Um, after class joey tries to talk to dawson who tells her to go away joey says this isn't fair and asks and dawson asks to whom um he says that she can't make up all the rules and of course the whole school is watching because who doesn't love some delicious high school drama 
The school mm-hmm. loves it and they get it. Everyone literally stops what they're doing and turns to them and doesn't mind their own business engrossed in this conversation. It's so interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, like Dawson and his uh, group of friends. They're the star of the show, but they're not like the stars of the high school. Like Christy and her ding dong boyfriend, Brett, like those are like the stars of the high school. Yeah, they're not like the popular kids. It's so, so funny to see everyone be like, whoa, Dawson's talking to Joey. What's going on? No one would really care, probably. No, absolutely no one would care. Like, look at those two nerds. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Spielberg. <laughs> Got him. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> As always, she nails it, folks. Yeah. Um, at lunch, Andy is taking a purity test in Jane. Oh, man. Remember Jane magazine? No, but I very vividly remember purity test. I vaguely remember Purity Test, but I very vividly remember Jane Magazine. It was very cool. Pacey doesn't want to take the test because of how he was groomed and then statutorily raped, and Andy doesn't <laughs> know, so. Casual. Yeah, casual. Something tells me it's going to come back up later. Then Andy says she's sticking around for the group study, and uh, Pacey says no because he's a cool guy. He wears bowling shirts with fire-breathing dragons on them. He doesn't need a study group. He's no, man. Cool. He doesn't want to be seen with a study group. Yeah. He wants to be seen with Charlie Sheen and two and a half men with that outfit. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> when you said Charlie Sheen, I thought you were thinking of Emilio Estevez from Mighty Ducks. And I was like, also into that. Yeah, they're related, though. Yeah. Andy says that he should do it for her. And uh, because they kiss on the cobblestone, he says yes, because they're in love now. Yeah, they're in it. At the gym, Chris calls Jen, Jenalish Dish. Why? Okay, I don't um, agree with any of that, but why not just Jenalicious? Oh, that's better. Yeah, it's too much. See, yeah. he's doing too much. <laughs> he is doing too much. Too much. He says that they're doing a long run today and he wants to keep pace with her. Just in running. There's definitely no sexual undertones in the way that he says uh, that he could keep pace with anyone. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. And it's probably true. Yeah. On his exit, Dawson comes over, and then they talk about the study session. Jen says she's not going because she's not really into applying herself these days. And uh, Dawson says that he's going because it's either that or watch movies with Gail. Excuse me, in the cold open, you were having a lovely time watching movies with your mother, Dawson. Stop trying to play it cool. Exactly. Jen then looks over and sees Chris flirting with another girl and then says that she'll uh, she'll go to the study session after all. And I like this Jen. I missed this Jen. What about it? Did you miss? Kind of coming back to normal. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she's getting there. It's not she's getting there slowly. Mm-hmm. At least it, she's like um, she still has, you know, as we'll see in this episode and as you'll see in, in future episodes, she's still working through some stuff, but yeah. she is at least like approachable. And her appearance on screen is not grating, which is yes. how it has felt. That's because she doesn't have that little Abby following her around. Exactly. Abby yeah. doesn't show up in this episode at all. Correct. Which hmm. we like. Hmm. We do like that. But we got the male version of Abby in Chris. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a little Abby. Yeah, it's true. Um, Zaz, very bad news. Tell me. Study session is canceled. Mr. Uh, mm. Sniffles McGrosserson is <laughs> sick. <laughs> Didn't think that one through at all. Just went for it. Oh, wow. That was impromptu? Yeah. Can you wow, believe you're it? you're great. Yeah. No, <laughs> yes, I can because you are a great improviser. <laughs> yes, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that one's for all the 
comedy improv nerds. (laughs) You're welcome, Polar. She's a big fan. She was at my wedding. Yeah, I remember that. Because remember you were like, you can come to the wedding, but the restraining order still stands. So we're going to put her in the first row. You had to be in the back (laughs) row and like leave immediately afterwards. It was such a thing, but it was great. Yeah, it was still cool to be there. (laughs) Um, It is three in the afternoon, by the way, in this episode. Just wanted to point that out since we never know what time, day, or even season it is in Cape Side. They also have midterms right now, and it's probably like the first day of school. (laughs) It's true. It's true. They just had the... uh, What's it called? Homecoming dance. Mm-hmm. Now it's day one of school. <laughs> oh, midterms. Well. Yeah, midterms. All happens at once. Chris says sh- that they should have their own study session, which Jen says no to because she knows that he has ulterior motives. bone terrier motives? Is that what he says? No, he says, she says ulterior motives, but then I thought because ma- he wants to be bone so maybe bone terrier motives? Oh, so that was your pitch? Yeah. All right, let's work on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bone terrier bonus. <laughs> yeah, you know, we gotta, you gotta try stuff. All right. He invites Pacey and Andy. Andy passes up first until Pacey tells her that Chris is rich. How rich? They have a satellite dish. That is the saddest sentence I've ever heard. His family's loaded. They have a satellite dish. Like, What? The 90s were such a wholesome time. They really were. I mean, Chris is very rich. Oh, sure. Yeah. But the I don't think the 200 channels that Pacey's going to be channel surfing through is what is constituting the richness, the yeah. wealth. Um, so they're in. They're going to go. That means Jen is also in. And then Andy bumps into Joey and invites her to the group and assures her that studying will be happening because Andy is in mega control. Mega on the other side of the school, Pacey's inviting Dawson. And who on earth could have seen this coming? But when Dawson opens the door to Chris's sweet, sweet ride, who should he see but our very own Josephine, these, tre- these tendrils take work, Potter. <laughs> nice, nice thank- run. <laughs> thank you very much. And they're all just like, oh no, Dawson, who knew? <laughs> you still go here? Dawson, is it? <laughs> I was just going to point out the music cue here. I loved it. And I shazammed the song. And it was called Ain't No Trip to Cleveland by Branston, who I've never heard of that band before. It sounded an awful lot. I like shazammed it. And I was like, I'm totally going to know this band. It's going to be great. I'm going to add it to a playlist. And then I didn't. But it was a great song. Very 90s. What did it remind you of? It reminded me of just like, um, you know, like that Blink-182 early Good Charlotte era of like you're in high school and you're angsty and you hate everyone and like you're just a kid and life is a nightmare. Yeah. Simple plan. I like that. I'm glad that you uh, pointed that out. You know, I appreciate music cues. Yeah. I think they work. Uh, the group arrives at Chris's house and in case you were wondering, Zaz, this is the location of Rachel Gatina's house in One Tree Hill. Because I know you were like, did they? Is that? And yes, it was. It is. Thank God you said so, because it was keeping me up at night. And I'm so glad now. Yeah, now you know. It's like, I, f- I feel like I just scratched an itch. You're welcome. Uh, Chris's parents are out of town, but you know who isn't? His little sister, Dina. Andy rounds everyone up and then breaks down the way the studying will go. This sounds super boring. And also oh exactly God. what I could have used in high school. I'm with Pacey this whole scene. This is such a buzzkill and boring. I don't want to be there. No. Just to sum it up, they left school at around 310, 
So let's say the latest that they get to the house is like four o'clock, even though I think that is like very generous and probably they got yes. there earlier. They're going to study for nine hours until 1 a.m., which gives them plenty of time to go home, get a full night's sleep and then run their many chores and errands in the morning and then uh, show up to school. It's going to be a long night. Yeah. I mean, an all-nighter. Well, the episode is an all-nighter, yeah. Chris pops up with a bottle of wine and like his little explanation about how this is a mom-and-pop vineyard is like really winning Jen over because now he's worldly. He's a sophisticated 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. He knows about 84 wines. <laughs> he says it bothers him that Jen thinks the worst about him, which, duh. Why wouldn't she? No, I love when people think the worst about me. Like, duh, Chris. Yeah. Um, he says that they're a lot alike and reputations aren't worth anything. Then he shakes her hand and when she tries to pull it away, he says, I don't want to let go just yet. I mean, Jen, my girl. It's clear this guy just wants to get in your chonies. So why are you falling for all of his stupid little, his act? It's so, it's too much, Chris. Yeah, it's too much. This episode should have been called Too Much. The Chris Wolf story. Uh, then it's studying time. Everyone's trying to guess the name of John Keats, an English romantic poet. And Joey gets it right, but forgets his quote. But don't worry. Dawson found his wallow and the quote, which he recites while staring at Joey. <laughs> Just like into A lot her of soul. heavy eye contact. Yeah. Um, the quote is, beauty is truth, truth, beauty. And it's from his poem, Ode to a Grecian Urn. Because we're an educational podcast, baby. <laughs> No, yeah. Spoiler-free and educational. Who is paying homage to Grecian urns? Who isn't? Well, John Keats, for oh, one. Okay. But, <laughs> well, yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Just recently, right? Um, I actually think only a couple months ago. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. 2021, you merciless bitch. <laughs> this study group is Andy's nightmare though because they get through like one and a half questions before chris finds the um purity test in the jane magazine and he's like well let's take that instead of course yes yeah. duh, sounds way more fun totally but andy they take it as a group because andy's like we're gonna take this there will be there's gonna be fun but organized fun <laughs> and we know from last episode andy is a little bit of a closeted freak and she likes sex stuff the questions in the test include, have you ever been aroused by a relative and have you ever experimented with bondage? Which uh, Joey was like, yeah, Crisco, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about her bondage episode until yeah. this question. Oh, yeah. God, it seems like so long ago. They were such children. It, they really were. Now they're 16. Another question is, have you ever fantasized about a friend's significant other? And then we get a very nice shot of like Jen and Joey looking at each other. Yeah, awkward. Also, friends? Uh? I think that they would still consider them each other friends. But Joey last time was like trying to look out for her with the dance thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joey reads the final question, which is, have you ever been in love? Give yourself a purity point for each time. Like one for each time. Uh, this test has too many questions. It's a hundred questions. <laughs> That's too many. I guess it's easy to calculate your percentage then, but ugh. Also, a purity test is like such a 90s thing, and I'm very glad that we just left it there. I know. Yeah. Like, we don't need that in our lives anymore. But I did them when I was young, and I was very scared by them. Oh, really? I didn't want to be unpure. Im- impure? I just really wanted to point out Chris's deep V sweatshirt. He has a hoodie on, but it's like zipped down to like his sternum. And it's just like a deep V cut sweatshirt and he's like rocking that 
He's very, th- he wants you to know he's very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to know Purity that. Test? You can- Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a one. Because I am so beyond. Yeah. Look at, just look at my haircut. My puka shell necklace. Is he wearing a puka t- shell necklace in this? I don't think so, but it would have really made sense for him too. Like when you said that, I was like, oh my God, yeah, I can see it. It's like a vibe. Like a puka shell necklace is like a whole. Definitely. It was a vibe. And if you're wearing it now, it's not a vibe so much as it's a very, very tragic thing that you're doing. Yeah. You're going through something. It's a cry for help. (laughs) Yep. Puka shell necklaces in 2021 are a cry for help. You heard it here first. It's like those those bracelets that are like red, yellow, green. And the green one says like, I'm vaccinated. Hug away. And the yellow one says like, "Uh, I'm still not super comfortable with hugs. Like, let's do elbow bumps. And the red one says like, don't be near me. Are people actually wearing these things? I don't know, but I keep seeing it on Twitter, like a picture of it. Oh my God. Why are we hugging strangers? I would never. I have never. I don't want to. Yeah, no. I had a family member over today and we asked each other if we were comfortable hugging and I think that's okay. That is appropriate. Uh, Off her reading the question, Joey heads to the kitchen and uh, she's going to go study. Dawson's going to like kind of wallow after her. Joey reminds Dawson that she asked for space and exits. And then just Dawson, like, be cool for once in your life. Let Joey come to you. Yes. In fact, give her space. And also, you may wallow, but not in a group setting. Yes. That defeats the purpose. Then you're just an attention whore. Take it from someone who wallows. See, these are good things for me to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You're attracting attention to yourself, but in a negative way. Joy leaves, and that's when uh, Dina makes her move. Because, of course, there's a precocious little kid in this episode. Dina asks Dawson to fill her in on his love life, love life. And when Dawson says no, she says, of course, people talk. Like you and me, we can say everything with a look. Dina, so wise beyond her years. <laughs> I laughed so hard at this scene because sometimes Dawson just like, gets cornered by a a precocious child or a lady and his face when he looks around for help is so funny (laughs) to me because it's so genuine looking yeah (laughs) like it's as if nobody told him that this scene was happening and he was just like on set and this person came up to him and he was like wait what are you guys gonna call cut or (laughs) whose is this (laughs) greg is this your niece (laughs) <laughs> Who do you belong to, little girl? <laughs> uh, the purity scores are in. Chris has a 66%. Jen has a 69%. Ew. <laughs> and uh, Dawson and Joey tie at 85%. Andy's got a 92%. Pacey didn't turn his in. And Chris asks if it's because of question number 16. Because Chris, just like Abby, is a shit stirrer. Oh, yeah. And he says they should read the question out loud. And of course, the question, like, couldn't have seen this coming. Uh, the question is, have you ever had sex with someone twice your age? And then uh, Andy walks off crying and we're out of this act on Pacey just sitting there embarrassed because he was the victim of a crime. Yeah, he was the victim in this scenario, but he's the one having to apologize now. Act three. Uh, Dawson finds Chris setting up a little wine and hot tub action for him and Jen. He's so rapey. It is so. Yes. He is just he gives me really sketch vibes. Uh, he asked Dawson how Dawson thinks things are going like for Chris, like how Chris is doing with Jen. And Chris says that Jen's, quote, too with it. And closing the deal requires a different strategy. Ugh, I just got the chills. It's so gross. No notes for Chris. 
he's going to age well. He'll do well in 2020, 2021, <laughs> everything. Yeah. He'll do well up until like 2019, probably. <laughs> he'll he'll do well up until everybody starts wearing um, black to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. He'll have his day of reckoning. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, oh, <laughs> I'm not watching the Oscars anymore. It's too political. That's what that'll be him. Yeah. So if someone was able to tell time or tell the future, they should apply to be his publicist because they'll be very busy or his lawyer. Yeah. If you're looking to get some money out of him, <laughs> now's the time to get He's going to need a lawyer in like the late 2010s. <laughs> yeah. 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 Upstairs, Jen's looking at swimsuits while Joey studies. Uh, she tries to tell her that she's sorry about her and Dawson. And Joey says she doesn't believe her. And um, I don't know. I do believe Jen, but I also get Joey's attitude about it. Both, yeah. Yeah. Jen says that she used to think it was their mutual feelings for Dawson that kept them apart. But maybe it's actually because Joey's just a bitch. Uh, Joey says, oh, <laughs> like, Jen, you literally their first party as a couple. You just laid you got hammered and then kissed them. Mm -hmm. Also crashed their date at the movies. Mm hmm. Also was like, look at us. We're such a family raising our kids and sending them to college. Mm. So yeah. who's the whore now? <laughs> Just kidding. We love Jen. Yeah. we Listen, we love her. She's going through something. It's fine. But you can certainly understand Joey's situation, too. Yeah. And Joey's not a bitch. Not, like, ladies, let's stop calling each other bitches. Yes. To quote Tina Fey. <laughs> Unless you're, you mean it in a good way. Yeah. Yes, bitch. Exactly. An excellent example. Thank you. Thank you. Joy says that she's sick of talking all the time. She just wants to follow her feelings for once without sitting around and talking on them. And then on that, we're back, baby. Friend cam. Friend cam. Ding, 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 ding. I love that it's added music. <laughs> Sound little, effects. A little hand. That well. was um, a rainbow. It was beautiful. Thank you. That was, did you get that? Yeah, I got it. Completely got it, actually. I of really did. Of course you did. Of course you did. Oh, we're so great. <laughs> Speaking of friend cam. Um, <laughs> Off the charts. <laughs> we're the only ones listening to this podcast. <laughs> 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 it's us and uh, Kamala just being like, I wish I had friend cam like them. <laughs> Outside, Pacey finds Andy sitting alone. Andy asked, why he never told her about Tamara. Um, she says it's not an admirable event, which she's she's right. It's it's not. But like, I got to stick up for our guy here because he didn't brag. They're actually in a fight for the opposite. He did not want to tell her. So he's not acting like this is some big, like, cool thing he did. Yeah. And he didn't really have to tell her. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, first of all, it's a shock that she didn't hear about it. Well, she's only been in the school for two weeks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't think he had anything to apologize for. And I think she's blowing this a little bit out of proportion. Mm -hmm. Back in the house, Dawson intercepts Jen on the way to the hot tub and then breaks the news to her that Chris, shocking, wants to sleep with Jen. Jen's like, yeah, what? my dude. Yeah, she's like, uh, I have an agenda too, man. I'm trying to get it in. Yeah. Stop being a box block. Yeah, I like that from Jen. She's like, listen, dude, he has a plan. I don't have to go along with it. Like, I might have my own plan. Mm -hmm. That was definitely a yas bitch moment. Yeah, big time. Jen exits, and then Dina calls Dawson gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. She asked, uh, which is the one? Dawson said that he'd been in love once on his test, so is it Joey or Jen? And, uh, oh, by the way, I have Joey's test also. And <laughs> this is where we learned that Joey puts a smiley face in her zeros. 
there's absolutely no way that happens. No, nobody in their right mind does that. Nobody does that. It takes much time. But also, if 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 one person in the world did it, it's not Joey. Yeah, for sure. She's not that cutesy. No. Uh, Dita says that she'll give Dawson the test if he kisses her. And good on Dawson for literally being the only person in Cape Side who knows about <laughs> age differences. <laughs> yep. He's like, that's not happening. Thank you, though. Thanks, though. Dina says that he'd be particularly interested in the last question because even though Dawson has only been in love once, little Josephine Potter has been in love twice. She's just trying to get more purity points. <laughs> I will win this test. Damn I've it. been in love 17 times. You guys don't even know about love? Like I know about love. Out in the hot tub, Jen and Chris like kiss a little. And Jen asked what he'd do if she doesn't want to mess around. And Chris says, he's not a bad guy. He just likes to have fun. That's what all the bad guys say. Yeah. Uh, Creeper Dawson watches Joey study through the glass door. And then <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking scene out of Scream. I feel like all of a sudden they've switched roles. Like, Joey wants nothing to do with him, and he's just, like, staring at her and gazing at her, and, like, who knows what he's doing with his hands. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I would prefer it if I could see them at all times. (laughs) Hands up, please. Thank you. Yeah, Joey was, they were the opposites in season one, and now they're just playing this little cat and mouse game. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. But in Joey's defense, she was not this creepy. Yeah. Although she did that thing where Dawson kissed the head, the model head, and then she closed her eyes and pretended that she was being kissed. So we've come such a long way. Oh, she really has. Good for her. Dawson asked Pacey why he didn't just write no on the test. And Pacey says that he didn't want to lie to Andy. But also, like, you're not not lying. I I don't know. It's a friggin magazine test. Who cares? (laughs) Just lie. It's just like the detention episode. Like, you don't have to play yeah like truth or dare and if you say truth you don't have to give the truth yeah like that is a big old loophole kids you don't have to actually tell the truth cross your fingers (laughs) exactly all you have to do it's as simple as that (laughs) and you get out of it legally speaking Mm -hmm. (laughs) um dawson asked pacey what he would have done because he's just having like a trouble saying the things that he wants to say late lately and pacey tells him to try harder i like dawson and pacey together me too i feel like they're really they, like, step up to the plate for each other when they need it. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to birthdays and stuff, but other I than I was just going to say, unless it's Pacey's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Then who cares? Otherwise. Game yeah. over. Everything flies out the window when it's Pacey's birthday. <laughs> oh, it was your birthday yesterday and today. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. I forgot your 48-hour birthday. Damn it. Dawson goes to Joey while she studies, and he wants to talk about the whole, like, been in love twice thing on her quiz, which... <sighs> Poor Joey. All she just desperately just wants to study. Yeah. She's asked for space. She's like literally studying to stay away from Dawson. Yeah. And he keeps finding her in this ginormous house with satellite TV. I feel like she should just go to a bedroom. Yeah. Or perhaps just go home. Or you know what? Actually, hang on. She can go wherever the fuck she wants. Maybe Dawson should just chill out. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey wants to know why they can't be friends, and Dawson asks if that's what she really wants. After everything they've been through, he says that if she really did, can't understand why they can't be friends, then she doesn't get him at all. Just chill out, Dawson. First heartbreaks are tough. Seriously, you, Dawson, I'm saying this to you now. Dawson, you're doing too much. Yes. 
Dawson and Chris Wolf, both of you. Doing far too much. Joey leaves and then Dina gives like a slow clap to Dawson. <laughs> That's she's funny. Then Dawson traumatizes this poor like tween. He yells at her and she starts crying because of course. Tells her that um, do you really want to kiss? Kiss will ruin everything. <laughs> don't, don't it's gonna ruin your life forever. Okay. Dramatic. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Uh, she obviously runs off never to kiss anyone ever and to later become Drew Barrymore in Never Been Kissed. In Never Been Kissed. <laughs> Glasses and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so she runs off. Joey's there. Now Joey's upset. Dawson's already crying. Hot tub's empty. So he knows Jen and Chris are doing it. And no one is studying. It, what's Andy doing right now? She's being all pouty because Pacey was oh, born yeah. before they met. Everyone's mad. It's not even a full moon. Just wait a couple weeks, guys. Joey tries to talk to Dina because Joey's great. This like moment between Joey and Dina up in the bedroom. I like it. Yeah, it's cute. It's really cute. Um, Dina says that she's going to avoid growing up at all costs, and I'm here for the energy. Do whatever you can to not grow up. Yeah. Joey says growing up sucks. Not all kisses are magic, and most boys don't live up to your expectations. Preach. But uh, there are those times when everything, love, romance, relationship, it all falls together perfectly and it makes it all worth it. Also true. Excellent advice from Joey. Excellent advice from a young Joey. Do you think she ever got advice like that from Bess? Yeah, I'm sure. I hope so. I hope so too. Out on the porch, Dawson falls asleep reading and wakes up to daylight. Straight up daylight. It's 6 a.m. So everyone falls asleep in this house, in a strange person's house. On a school night, like when we leave them, it's probably like 7 p.m. No, I mean, I guess it's dark out, but I'm, it can't be so late where everyone passes out where they are. And yet they do. Like I thought they were all actually going to stay up all night, but no, they all fell asleep. So then wait, why is it called the all nighter? I don't know. I asked myself the same question. It's a failed all nighter. <laughs> it's a failed all nighter. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Hey, Greg. Greg, listen up. You'll never have a TV career, Greg. <laughs> The way you say his name, such animosity for one of the most like currently prolific TV producers. By uh, far and away, one of the most successful TV creators in our history. But you fucked up on this title, my man. Yeah, it's not an all-nighter, Greg. <laughs> Don't buy that fourth house. It's all about to come crashing down now that Dawson Starlings is here. Yeah, geez. But do you need an assistant? I'm available. I don't know. You have a lot of shows. Feels like your slate is pretty full. Do you need a little help balancing it? Do you want another? <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs with Jen and Chris. Chris is up and dressed and we get a shot of him grabbing his watch. And then there are condom wrappers, like very clearly. And my thought immediately when I saw the condom wrappers are, do you think that was a network note? Because it's very clear they had sex. Like it's not ambiguous at all it's not like we don't know until we see the condoms but my thought yeah. was that the condoms are the network note oh because they want to like practice safe sex yeah like we can show these teens having casual sex but we have to know that they're being safe sure kind of like how networks always make when you see characters riding in a car they're always wearing seatbelts because the network is making sure that you're always wearing seatbelts yeah exactly um yeah probably yeah. Downstairs, now it's Pacey leading the study group, and he's nailing it. Andy did not do a great job. Pacey is there. I'm like a Pacey girl. I I could tell. You looked so proud of him. 
I know I was. Yeah. I always kind of like liked him, but I grow to like him every more and more every episode. Yeah. Even with the frosted tips. It is so he's so sweet, so cute. I would have had such a crush on him in high school. Oh, he's handsome, man. Ooh, he is. I just got the shivers again. If you had to right now. No, don't <laughs> don't make me choose yeah. between Mr. Manmeat and Basie. <laughs> Do not. Okay, I won't. I won't. I won't. But you're thinking about it now, right? <sighs> That's a whole nother podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's the list. The pros and cons of each are too long. Okay. Each episode is one pro. There are no cons. Well, you know, right now Mitch is going through something and he's being a little petty. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that energy. Fair. Very fair. Yeah. But he is experienced. He's great in this episode. Because <laughs> he's not in it. <laughs> he's fine now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We also, like, as they're doing the studying, uh, we get a shot of everyone at the pool. And every single person in this group, smallest possible sunglasses that they could be wearing. Remember when, like, that was the style? First yeah. they were, like, really big. Or first they were really small. And then they were way too big, too. Big mm-hmm. sunglasses, overly big frames. Not uh, not a good look. No. The little ones are worse. Yeah. It's, it's not enough coverage. But how fun must it have been to shoot this scene? Yeah. Where they all jump in the pool. I was like having secondhand fun with them. Yeah. Have you ever jumped in a pool with all your clothes on? Uh, Yes. I don't know why I asked like it was impossible. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I mean, you asked it, but as if it was like a saucy thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's quite the opposite, actually. Yeah. You were like, have you ever um, jumped in the pool with all your clothes on? Have you ever just like worn like a full parka, boots, like five layers of clothing and then just jumped in the pool? Sexy. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> uh, we get a nice little wrap up with Andy and Pacey after everyone joins jumps in the pool and they just are as adorable as ever. They're going to make it work. They're going to persevere through Pacey existing before Andy showed up 13 minutes <laughs> ago to Cape side. <laughs> yes. Try and make it work. And then we get Dawson and Joey by the magical dryer because Dawson's clothes are already dry. They just got out of the pool. I can't. Oh, yeah. Dawson says that all he's thinking about lately is how much he wants to take back their first kiss because at least they'd be best friends still. And he wouldn't be so miserable. But then he thinks about everything that happened after the kiss, and he still wouldn't do it. Joey tells him that the two two times she fell in love were both with him, the friend and the boyfriend. She says not being with him doesn't change her feelings for him. Dawson says that he's going to give her some space. I don't think I believe it, but he's going to give her some space. I mean, we just spent the last 45 minutes watching him not give her space. Yeah. Okay. Like, like what's changed? You you took a nap on a stranger's porch? (laughs) You talked to a 12-year-old, made her cry? (laughs) I've seen the error of my ways now. I'm going to do the things you've asked. I'm a man now. And then uh, as they're all leaving and going back to school, he gives a sleeping little Dina a little kiss on the forehead. And it's very sweet. It is very sweet. Were you worried that he was going to end up kissing this girl when she was like, I just want to kiss? Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't. I really didn't think that that was going to happen. I was a little worried because I couldn't remember. <laughs> you never know. I couldn't remember because I knew that it did end with her, with him giving her a little kiss. And I was worried it was going to be like a little kiss. And I was a like, little Ugh. too smoochy smoochy. But um, Dawson, a law abiding citizen, <laughs> won't do it. So far. So far. 
Uh, and then just like that, everyone piles into the car and heads off to school where I can only imagine they would have definitely failed their midterm, uh, except the world's worst teacher is out sick. Even th- And there's no substitutes in, ca- in Capeside, no. apparently. It's all or nothing. Yeah. So our little uh, band of pals plus Chris go sleep on the football field. That's the end of the episode. The end. I don't want Chris to be like part of the gang now. Me neither. Okay, good. I also don't like Jen's hair currently. Fluffy. It's too fluffy because I think it's too short. Yeah, it's like too short. It's not working for her anymore. No, she can I don't pull off a short haircut. Yeah. Even now in real life, Michelle Williams' hair is like very short. She's so beautiful. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, this is not working. No, I agree. Next week, season two, episode eight, The Reluctant Hero. Maybe that story will be more appropriately named, Greg. We can only hope. It was a great episode. I really liked this one. Good. Hey, Kim. What's up? If anyone wanted to learn all the other types of words that you mispronounce, where can they find you on social media? At Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> at, at Kim Moffat um, on Instagram and Twitter. I follow Webster's Dis- Dictionary. <laughs> she can't even say dictionary. God. Oh, and uh, that'll cover it. I, that's the end of that joke. <laughs> Zaz. If anyone wanted yes. to talk to you on how to properly title an episode of television, where can Greg find you on social media? Everyone can find me on social media at Ashley Zaz. Greg Berlanti, you can email me directly. Let's talk. <laughs> I will be sending you my resume. Yes. And a writing sample, which you'll love even more. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this here show can be found on Instagram at Dawson Starlings. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. <laughs>